I speak to you in the name of the one God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Of course, as many of you know, I am a transplant into this place. And more so than any other place, I have learned that here in Washington, D.C., rules take on a different meaning. Our government is here, and for many people who live and work here, administration, interpretation, and even implementation of rules is just a normal part of life. In the community of faith, we too have rules, divine rules, even commandments. However, there was one rule that supersedes them. Jesus said, I give you a new commandment, that you love one another. The original Ten Commandments are pretty explicit, especially in telling us what is forbidden. Introduced to the ancient Israelites, they are divine rules that ensure peace within the community and the key in living in right relationship with God. In addition, the commandments were given to the people as an affirmation that they were God's own and that God cares for them. Like most rules, these commandments were created out of necessity. In general, a rule is not arbitrary. It's made because either safety or conduct have crossed a boundary and harmony is required. What does that say about Jesus? If on his last night on earth, he had one request, to love one another, that we should love one another. What does that say about the people in those times? The gospel for today takes place around the time of the Passover commemoration. Jesus is aware that he will soon willingly give himself up to die. And with his last moments, he decides to spend time with his disciples. Jesus has his last meal, his last supper, where he gives of himself through the bread and the wine and uses them as a mark of remembrance, where he asks that people remember and keep this promise alive in their hearts and their minds and their actions and many do so throughout the world through many generations throughout time. In John's gospel, however, the focus of what happens during this dinner is not the institution of Holy Communion. In John's gospel, the focus is a new rule. The main focus is to love. To illustrate love, Jesus humbles himself. Jesus strips down his clothing, gets on his knees, and washes their feet. This act of servitude is typically done by a slave and is a true display of selflessness, putting the emphasis on the other rather than on the self. Despite Peter's protest, Jesus is ex explicit in his responses and is adamant that his disciples understand that he is leading by example. 
and calling them to do the same. Jesus closes with one last instruction, one last commandment, to love one another as they have been loved by Jesus. Jesus provides a greater understanding for our context and also continues to keep things simple. We have received many instructions, many divine rules in the past. And although they came out of necessity, they don't always speak to the generations in the same way. Our Old Testament reading is an example of this. In Exodus, we receive rules. We receive divine instructions for how to remember the Passover. The celebration is supposed to recall how God saved God's people by passing over them, ensuring their safety and deliverance through practical actions and even through reenactment. Each family should receive an unblemished lamb. It should be cooked a certain way. The blood, similar to the original Passover event, is to be placed above the door. Realistically speaking, it may not be possible for every family to do this. Similar to the ancient temple that required an animal sacrifice for worship, not everybody was able to afford a human, or excuse me, an animal sacrifice. And some would even exploit others if they were in need of one. They would eventually learn that worship could be achieved through other means, and animal sacrifices were no longer required to worship God. The Passover celebration and many other divine rules have been adjusted to allow for the intention to continue, despite the original cost and resources. Jesus gives us greater insight. Because he is the fulfillment of both the law and the prophets, he has on a number of occasions expressed the need not to replace the ancient rules, but shows us how to properly apply them. Rules, even divine rules, exist because there is a need. And Jesus brings with them a different meaning for all of us. Even after receiving Ten Commandments, there continued to be a deficit in people's lives that did not bring harmony. Life in our communities and in our relationship with God continue to fall short. Jesus has made a habit of doing things for others, but allows his disciples to see that there is not much required and invites them all to follow in his example. We don't have to have any special resources. Jesus loved us so much, he paid for them already. Holy Week serves to remind us of this. We're not only invited to follow him to the cross, but to see the value of what it means to be a servant. Jesus gives us a new rule, a new commandment, and there's no need for administration or interpretation. Like many rules, it's the one thing to understand. However, 
It's another thing to actually put them into practice. I invite you to follow the rules. I invite you to do as Jesus did and to love as Jesus loved.